everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. His Grammy Award-winning classic, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, was just the beginning for this legendary artist, musician, philanthropist, and patriot. For over 50 years, this gentle giant has graced the stages of every concert hall imaginable and won the hearts of every listener conceivable. He shies away from talking about awards, but not his faith. And speaking of awards, here are just a few. Induction into the Grand Ole Opry and Musicians Hall of Fame, Pioneer Award from the Academy of Country Music, BMI Icon Award for Songwriting, recipient of his own star on the Music City Walk of Fame, and just recently, induction into the Country Music Hall of Fame with the Million Mile Reflections exhibit to honor his incredible work. But there's more. My next guest's philanthropic efforts are almost as legendary as his music, supporting organizations that help prevent teen suicide, abused and neglected children, and the severely handicapped, as well as being co-founder of his own nonprofit, The Journey Home Project, helping to honor and serve our veterans of the United States Armed Forces. A patriot, a passionate and gifted musician, songwriter, philanthropist, but more than all of this, ladies and gentlemen, a lover of Jesus, God, and country. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a great honor indeed, the legendary Charlie Daniels. Charlie, welcome to testimony. Well, thank you so much. I didn't know I'd done all that. I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be with to be with you, Jay. It is great to have you. Such an honor. First of all, I want to give thanks to Jackie Yaki of High Adventure Ministries in Israel for helping connect us and your fabulous director of PR, Paula, for coordinating it. Let's get right to it. Your concert last night was extraordinary. It was an hour and a half of classics, Christmas music, and your phenomenal rendition of how great thou art. But not only that, Charlie, what an exceptional band. And if appearances prove true, exceptional work ethic you started exactly at 9 p.m. to a packed house, loving and respectful. No one wanted to leave first question. How does it feel to be 80, loving Jesus, touring nationwide, and using your platform to help millions from every walk of life? Well, it's absolutely great. God has blessed me. I, uh, the night I was inducted in the Grand Ole Opry, I, you know, the Bible tells me God will grant me the desires in my heart. And you've seen that come true on the stage tonight because it's one of the desires in my heart. But I have had so many desires in my heart granted. And and I, that every night, I, I love it. I mean, I just, I'm, in, I'm ecstatic when I go on stage. Well, Charlie, where did you get your love of music and where did you learn to play? Well, my love of music I was born with. I can't remember a time when I did not love music. I I, I come from a day of radio. I never saw a picture on TV when I was about 14, 15 years old. So my life was not shaped by pictures, but by sounds. And uh, the time I came along, radio stations were not formatted for one kind of music. They played everything. They, they took the, the mandate 
that they had to do something for everybody seriously, and they programmed all kind of music. So I was exposed to all the different kinds of music growing up, and I developed a wide taste for it. And uh, I just never remember a time when I didn't love it. Even at my earliest remembrances of turning the radio and hearing music, it just it just fascinated me. I used to fantasize about uh, entertaining people long before I learned one chord on the guitar. So it's kind of been that thing with me that that was what I wanted to do. Amen and amen. Now, many may not know, but you've also released Christian albums, The Door in 1994, which mm-hmm. won the coveted Gospel Music Association's Dove Award for Best Country Album, and also a children's album entitled By the Light of the Moon, recorded by Sony in 1997. Mm-hmm. You've traveled with Billy Graham and his son Franklin and promoting the gospel at their crusades. And you're quoted as saying, and I quote, Billy Graham is one of my heroes and has been for a long time. And Charlie, in that same article a few years back, you were also quoted as saying, and I want our listeners to hear this, quote, If America don't get back into our daily lives and into our politics and into everything we do, we ain't going to make it. We've tried everything else. We've tried every kind of sensual satisfaction. We've tried following people who we thought had the answer. But in the end, God is the only real help we've got. Amen to that, Charlie, and question. As a new year approaches, along with a new president, how important is prayer and forgiveness to the healing of our nation, the prospering of its people, and standing with Israel? Your thoughts? It's everything. It's absolutely everything. we got to start with forgiveness. Uh, everything starts with forgiveness. Even when we pray, we have to forgive. If we, if we want to be blessed, if we want to be forgiven, we have to forgive. So we, we've got a lot of that to do. We've got a lot of division in this country that has been stirred up by people who had a political axe to grind, politicians and supposedly community leaders and uh, racial leaders and those sort of people. And somehow somebody needs to break through this facade because I don't hate anybody. I make it my business. I'll ask the Lord when I'm praying, I'll say, Lord, if there's anybody I've got anything against, please bring it to mind. Now, forgiving don't mean you have to agree with somebody, you know, what they did. If they, if, if they did something wrong, you don't have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. You just got to forgive them for it. And we need to start there. We need to start with, with races, different social strata and physical strata of people in this country. We've got to start forgiving each other and start to learn to live together and realize that everybody wants the same thing, or almost everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants to live in peace and raise their family and prosper. And that's uh, that's something that's very possible for us. But we have turned our back on what made us, what made this nation great. This nation was founded by Christian people. We have always lived. Our laws are based on Judeo-Christian principles. We have always lived in in that society up until relatively short amount of years ago that uh, that secular world started taking over. And I don't care what anybody says, abortion. Is, is murder. It, it literally is. And we're murdering millions of unborn children every every year. We're actually aborting mm-hmm. ourselves, as far as the native population of America is concerned, we're aborting ourselves out of existence. And that's not me saying it. Anybody's got a computer, you look it up, you'll find it. We're just barely towing the line now. We're barely 
producing and they play. If it's not for our, our people coming in out of the country, we would not be doing that. But we just are, we are literally, us along with almost every nation in the Western world, are boarding ourselves out of existence. The thing that makes me know that is because the Bible says God knew you in your mother's womb and scheduled the days of your life out before you were ever born. That's a living being. It's not a, a blob of flesh. It's not an article. It's not an object. It is a living being from the time it is conceived. And we are killing them. That's one of the biggest sins in America to me. And, and the people who propagate the lies about, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not really a baby. It is a baby. It is a baby. There would be no baby for not for that, that little infant thing in there. And that's one, to me, that's one of my pet peeves. It's one of the things that I keep wondering how long is God going to put up with us? How many chances is he going to give us? We've had chance after chance after chance. Now we've got people going around trying to take God's name and Jesus Christ's name off of everything public. And trying to, they don't do it, it's not, a, people say it's a war on religion, no it's not. It's a war on Christianity, because Christianity is the only religion they care about. They don't care about Ramadan, they don't care about, uh, about Muslims, they don't care about Hindus, they don't care about Satanists, they don't care about anything, they don't care about the symbols and signs and manifestations of their faith that they bring out. It's just Christianity, because it is a real one. It is the way, the truth, the life. And no amount of denial, no amount of politics, no amount of war, no amount of press, bad media, or anything can change that fact. And until America realizes that, we have got to have God in our lives in America. We have got to, or we're simply going to fade away. I don't know if we'd be destroyed by war. I don't know that. I don't know what it would be. And playing with Playing with Israel is dangerous. We, this this happened, of course, 6,000 years ago, or however long it goes back to the, the founding of the Jewish race, that God told Abraham, he who blesses you, I will bless. He who curses you, I will curse. The Bible says God never changes. His word never changes. That's as true now as it was all those thousands of years ago when he told Abraham that. And we have got to understand, we've got to stop aborting our babies, we have got to forgive each other, and we have got to be a friend to Israel if the United States of America intends to last on and on. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to legendary recording artist and musician Charlie Daniels, known to millions for his mega hit, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, and a career in music that spans over 50 years and every major award, accolade, and rightly so. You can learn more about Charlie's music, mission, ministry, and current tour dates by visiting charliedaniels.com and be a part of sowing your resources to a band with a cause and music with a mission. Charlie, it has been an absolute honor having the gift of not only seeing you perform, but hearing your heart and learning more about the man behind the fiddle, the voice behind the fame, and the philanthropic efforts, especially the Journey Home Project, serving our veterans, defending our freedoms. Charlie Daniels, you are 80 years young, still going strong, and yes, you've got the devil on the run, as your classic (laughs) proclaims. We thank you, and God bless you. you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Charlie Daniels.
When the devil finished, Johnny said, you know, you're pretty good old son, but you just flop down in that chair right there, and I'll show you how this stuff's done. Found the mountain, run, boys, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the red pants, picking out those. Bend the dog, bang, don't y'all know. That old devil bowed his head cause he knew that he'd been beat. And he laid that golden fiddle down on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, Devil, you just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a gun, I'm the best there's ever been. He played, Found the mountain, run, boys, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the red pen, picking out those. Vanish the back, don't y'all know. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. His Grammy Award-winning classic, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, was just the beginning for this legendary artist, musician, philanthropist, and patriot. For over 50 years, this gentle giant has graced the stages of every concert hall imaginable and won the hearts of every listener conceivable. He shies away from talking about awards, but not his faith. And speaking of awards, here are just a few. Induction into the Grand Ole Opry and Musicians Hall of Fame, Pioneer Award from the Academy of Country Music, BMI Icon Award for Songwriting, recipient of his own star on the Music City Walk of Fame, and just recently, induction into the Country Music Hall of Fame with the Million Mile Reflections exhibit to honor his incredible work. But there's more. My next guest's philanthropic efforts are almost as legendary as his music supporting organizations that help prevent teen suicide, abused and neglected children, and the severely handicapped, as well as being co-founder of his own nonprofit, The Journey Home Project, helping to honor and serve our veterans of the United States Armed Forces. A patriot, a passionate and gifted musician, songwriter, philanthropist, but more than all of this, a lover of Jesus, God and country. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony in this two-part exclusive, the legendary Charlie Daniels. 
I love America so much. I love America with all my heart. I've been in this country for 80 years. I remember the day Pearl Harbor was bombed. I remember D-Day. I remember when they dropped the atomic bomb. I remember all that stuff. And I remember the dark days of World War II when the casualties of this went wrong. It was very disgusting and disheartening. I was just a child, but I knew something very seriously was happening. And I love this country, and I, it just hurts me to see it so divided. And I pray to God and hope and know that this can be squared away. We can find common ground. We're not going to agree on everything. Don't expect to. But we have to respect each other's beliefs. You know, if, if somebody wants to put a D in front of their name, that's fine. They want to put an R in front of their name, that's fine. They don't change the character of person at all. It's not political parties. It's, it's the people who wear those names. And we, we have got to stop hating somebody because they're a Democrat or a Republican or any other reason. We've got to stop doing that. We can come together here. There is there is middle ground. I'm not talking about moral middle ground because morality, you only go so far and that's it. Because it quits being morality if you do. But I'm speaking about the things that we disagree on, that people come up and say that all Republicans want to starve children and push grandma off of the cliff in a wheelchair. That's an out-and-out out total complete lie. You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. just, I mean, regardless of who it's said about, and people know it's a lie. you got to stop and think, and somebody's got to sit down and say, look, you're black, I'm white. You're Asian, you're American, and you're so on and so forth. But the same God made every one of us. He loves every one of us. The Bible says he is no respecter of persons. And God don't make no difference what race you are. I mean, it's not its not the color of your skin or what you call yourself. By. It is it is like it, Martin Luther King said it so well, the content of their character. I mean, color skin deep. So all human beings, we're all children of God. We can all find middle ground. We can all find, we can find a way to come together. I believe that with all my heart. And I believe that, that it has to start with leadership. It has to start with somebody standing up and saying, okay, I'm going to expose these lies. I'm going to expose the lies that you're being told. I'm going to tell you the truth. And you can find out for yourself. But here I am telling you what's going on. That's the first thing. But I think a good, honest try, because I think people want to get along. Nobody wants to live in a, a, a part of the city where their children have to get shot walking out the front door to go to school. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see somebody else living there. And yet, we have people who actually benefit politically from that going on, uh, from being a... a supposed civil rights leader or something, if the races come together, they'd be out of business. And so they peripherate this thing. Got to stop listening to those people. Got to stop listening to the hate merchants. Got to stop listening to the people who, who preach this sort of thing and get into sitting down and talking with each other. I get along with everybody. I got all kinds of friends. You know, I mean, I got black friends and white friends and and, you know, Democrat friends and Republican friends. And I mean, I don't, you know, whatever they want to, whatever the color they are, whatever they want to be, whatever. You don't look, that, that's, that's, that's superficial. And what we're concerned with is like, uh, like Martin Luther King said, the content of their character and in the, in the shape of their heart. So we desperately need to do that. And if we don't, you know, we ain't going to be here. I honestly believe that. Amen and amen. Last question, Charlie, in our remaining time. You alluded to the veterans. You alluded to a country boy at age five, Pearl Harbor, 
you didn't understand it all, but you knew that something was very bad. Is this the reason you are so passionate about our veterans? And what are your thoughts concerning the Kaepernicks of the world who sit down when an anthem is sung or a flag is raised? I think that Colin Kaepernick is a disgrace to his uniform, to his country, and to his profession. They're not paying him all those millions of dollars a year. It'd be like me getting on stage and start telling some people who to vote for. I never do that. I, I talk a lot about politics. I write a lot about politics. When I'm doing something like I'm doing now, I say whatever I want to. But I don't do it on stage. I, that is not part of my profession. It should not be part of his. There's no reason he can't stand that. If he, if he can't do that, stay in the dressing room. Don't go out and make a spectacle out of yourself. The only reason I ever watch a San Francisco, and I'm ashamed to say it, but the only reason I ever watch a San Francisco game is I want to see somebody just cream him, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a very Christian way to be about it, but it's, you know, I, I found out You're early in my life only two things, as I, I said on stage every night, only two things protect America. It's the grace of Almighty God, United States military. That's it. There is, there is nothing else. The way our veterans are being treated is a disgrace. It's a disgrace to our government. It's a disgrace to our country. It's a disgrace to everybody who has any kind of power at all in this country to do something about it because it is just, it's just horrible. I mean, it's just literally horrible. I, I, we got veterans that are dying. We got a we got a veterans administration that spent over a hundred billion dollars on arts of all things. Veterans sitting in the parking lot dying and they can't get an appointment. This is unacceptable. These people have put their lives between us and our enemies and they, they should not be treated that way. And our new president, I hope among the first things that he does is start letting the heads roll over at VA and get this thing straightened out. We owe these people, we owe them an unpayable debt of gratitude. We can never, ever pay these people back for what they did for us. So it's high time to get something done about this veteran situation, and I think that should be very, very high on the list. Amen and amen. Charlie, what do you want your life's legacy to be about, and why? You know, I have always, I've been asked that quite a bit. I've asked how I want to be remembered, and that sort of thing. I always thought that people should be remembered for what they were, because usually when somebody dies, we tend to make them a different person than what they were sometime I don't know uh, so I don't deserve to be remembered for anything other than what I am a, a chubby fiddle player you know that uh, <laughs> that that loves people and loves the Lord ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to legendary recording artist and musician Charlie Daniels known to millions for his mega hit the devil went down to Georgia and a career in music that spans over 50 years and every major award accolade and rightly so Charlie Daniels you are 80 years young still going strong and yes You've got the devil on the run, as your classic <laughs> proclaims. We thank you, and God bless thank you. you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Charlie Daniels singing another classic, How Great Thou Art, for God, for country, for all of us.
When I can also wonder Consider all the worlds thighs have made I see the sun I hear the rolling thunder Thy power throughout The universe display When Christ shall come With sounds of acclamation And takes me home Oh, what joy shall fill my heart Then I will bow In a humble How great thou art And sings my soul Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.